0: Welcome one and all to another edition of Upright Citizens. This is Ruben Rogers, one of your uh, hosts, I guess you can call me. I guess you can do that. Um, anyway, uh, my base, my partner in, in base crime, Mr. Bob DeBoo over there. How you doing, Bob? I'm doing great, Ruben. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing beautiful. It's gloomy here in Santa Cruz. And for those who don't know, uh Bob is in St. Louis. We're doing this all on Zoom.
1: And it's beautiful here in St. Louis. Oh yeah. Okay. We've got, we've got that Cali weather today over here. So. Don't brag. Don't <laughs> brag. Don't brag.
0: But we are joined today um uh, a very special guest. Uh he's a bassist composer, educator, and just all around wonderful human being. Uh this master musician brings a level of class, elegance, and grit to every any situation he's involved in. His body of work is large and stems all six decades. Please go ahead and learn about this man on the interwebs, because he is very easy to find. Here, let's, let's, let's welcome Mr. Rufus R- Reed. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, Ruben, thank you very much. Say
2: R-R-N. I R. I gotta. I, they call you R R.
0: I gotta give you. <laughs> that's right. I, I gotta give you. I almost messed up your name. You know why? Because my father's name is Rufus. Is that right? Did oh, I ever no. tell you that? No. I, I almost said Rufus Rogers. <laughs> oh, <cool. laughs> But, you know, definitely, definitely a different person. Mr. Rufus Reed. hey, thank you for being here with us. It is my um, pleasure,
2: pleasure. Thank you yeah. for asking and I'm glad I was available
0: to do so. Yeah, here we are, here we are.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Rufus, for coming on today. We have a few, um, so as Ruben and I were preparing for our, for today, and talking about, of course, your illustrious bi- biography and your history and your uh, body of work, we also came across some some, some interviews and found some some choice quotes hmm. that you had given uh, over the series of interviews. And so we were hoping to bring some of those up and see if we can get a discussion started based around that. Um, the first one that we have up is a, a succinct quote, but it says so much, and I was wondering if you could um, elaborate upon it. And it's quite simply that the sound should never suffer. Hmm. Any thoughts when you say, when we hear, hear these words coming back, the sound should never suffer? <laughs> wow. Uh,
2: no matter, I guess no matter the situation, no matter how you feel physically, how, uh, uh, what the situation happens to be. Um, even when you don't really want to even be there. (laughs) (laughs) And there are times when we really feel sick and we really can't go home and we have Mm. to somehow find that other place. Um, uh, And so you you can't, your sound can't suffer. People don't, they don't really want to hear it, actually. (laughs) Mm. They don't care. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no they do not um <laughs> uh, uh the um i'm not sure what i was talking about when i said that but that's really kind of the way
0: i feel um uh, maybe maybe if you bring it back to the bass as far as the, the sound well, uh,
2: well yeah it it stems back to your um, how you have it in your hands you know like for mm-hmm. instance To me, the left hand is the sound, right. Mm -hmm. And if 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 you, and the right hand is the sound producer. So, no matter what the situation, uh, um, once you understand the sound that you want to make, Mm -hmm. uh, and people hear it, that's what they expect all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether you give it up or not but that's what they expect especially if you throw it down and and it's consistent I can hear I heard a young man I know you know his name uh, uh, he was playing I was my group was playing this was several years ago uh, almost 20 years ago and uh, we had to leave it was a festival and I heard over the sound system this group playing and it was uh Lewis's, Lewis Hayes' group was playing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And their first number was like slamming, but the sound was really great, and they heard the bass. Mm-hmm. I said, wow, who mm-hmm. is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, man, this... Now, I'm not any, anywhere near the theater. I'm just hearing it, mm-hmm. and I said, the sound of this guy's, and it was Desron Douglas. Subsequently, I've met him and whatnot, but it was the sound. And there's another player that I heard on a recording yeah. on the radio and whom I hadn't really met, Lukez Curtis. Right. And he's been playing like with uh, uh, Eddie Palmieri and a whole bunch of people. But the clarity in his sound told me that he's got a good left hand. you go so the sound Mm -hmm. uh, and so the sound can't suffer at all when when Uh you when you go to play once it's there you don't want to change it and uh even if it tries to get changed you can't somehow you'll somehow figure it out to keep that going i assume that's what i was talking about
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny you talk about desron i i remember feeling the same way uh hearing him at a jam session, that kind of thing. You step, you standing outside, you talking to other musicians. And all of a sudden I started to hear something. I'm like, wait, 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 something Mm -hmm. changed just now. Mm -hmm. Something just, Mm -hmm. just, uh, Mm -hmm. the musicians changed. I know the bass player definitely changed. I peeked my head in. I was like, yep, that's, that's Dez. And, and to further, you know, the Dez conversation, I just did a concert with him. We just did a, a tribute to Tomas Stanko uh, a couple weeks ago, where, where me and him were the bassists and same thing. I was like, man, that sound you get out of that instrument is <laughs> something else, you know? And yeah. it's yeah. all, it's all, yeah. it's all
2: all in it's all in there
0: yeah you know so yeah hey, see do you have what that was one of our other questions you kind of went right into it thank you so much um you know,
1: one of our next quotes was exactly that i think of the left hand as the sound the right hand as <laughs> the sound producer it's well
2: great- i now that that we're here and ruben is here and, and he, he we met in uruguay he was mm. playing who are you playing with? I was playing with Kenny
0: Barron. Yeah, you played Kenny Barron. I can't and, remember. Maybe Nicholas Payton. I think maybe I was playing with. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you were watching us. uh-huh. uh-huh. And, and Ruben
2: came up to me afterwards. He says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I said, well, "I don't. What do you What do you mean? What What, what am I doing?" He says, "What are you doing?" Because he's watching me. I'm not. You know, I'm not. Uh, flashy, I'm not flying all old instrument, I wasn't, I was just doing what I do and so, uh, he said, I gotta come see you (laughs) That's right It took a while, but he came Uh, here uh and the reason I mention it is because we talked about the sound
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and I remember Ruben coming into my my studio Mm -hmm. and I always like to play people's bass just so I could see what they're dealing with. What what are they playing mm-hmm. with? And I played a few notes and Ruben said I got he said, Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't get that sound out of my bed. What did you do? <laughs> do, do, you, do you remember
0: that? I do remember that.
2: <laughs> so no, no. So no. we began to just talk a little about maybe and maybe he got into some things that he hadn't actually mm-hmm. Uh, immediately thought about it because mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, but uh, that's how our our time together began, mm-hmm. you know. And, right, and right, I right, remember, right. I remember vividly. But I mean, because it was a real joy to me because you you know you had, you had already carved a mm-hmm. space for yourself in the right. in the in the be in the field here in New York right. playing with mm-hmm. a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. And mm. uh, but you were inquisitive enough to right. find out what it what it's all about, and 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 mm. I, you know, I I really want everybody to get it if they want it. Yes. Now, uh, so so yeah. if, if someone takes the time to to mm. thinks I might be able to shed some light on something, um, and I I have a lot of things to talk about. Ah, yes, you do that doesn't mean you need to discuss these things because you already know about these things. So I try to uh, um, what's what's right at hand and what's really
0: pertinent at the moment. You know, I, I, I think that I, I've talked with some musicians not that long ago. And you tell me if if if, if I'm going to write the right direction. I feel like everyone can play now. Right? I mean, we got some incredible musicians out here on all all kinds of not just bass i mean everywhere i mean i don't young musicians are accelerating at a a, in uh, incredible pace yeah it's it's pretty Um, remarkable it's scary sometimes it's it's scary so i always say i would always say i've recently been like you know what the best asset the best thing we can give especially you have been you know been in this music and in this business uh, for so long our biggest asset is our experience you know because you can't you can't teach experience you know All I right. mean would you say would you say that because it, that's broad, extremely broad but would you say that also I mean I, given the you know the, the accelerated no <laughs> you you are- you only
2: know what you know.
0: Right. And it comes right. from
2: the time that you spent to do it. I tell everybody, because when we actually play this music, which is still mystifies a lot of people, you know, I have people, this group that I'm playing with now, uh, I'm 40 years older than mm-hmm. the other players. Right. But when we play, there is no age, there is no, uh, there is no age uh, difference. I mean, yeah. check it out. When Paul Chambers w- went with Miles, he was 17 years old. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but he could, we won't talk about it later, but his ability to just get in there and throw it down and grow from it, uh, uh, he was as heavy as the rest of them, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And so uh, uh, there is no age... Uh, Disparity uh, when you when you go to play. Um, I have a lot. I think a lot of for me, a lot of the young players uh, that you're speaking of. Uh, I I go. I try to go listen to as many young players as possible, just to see what's up. Mm. You and, still have hunger for and, that. And, yeah. and I I get disappointed. Oh. Uh. Mm. uh in a lot of ways uh because i hear this unbelievable uh agility uh, dexterity technique and from everyone uh, but for some reason uh uh organically it's not it's not coming to me and i guess because i i have the utmost respect for a a the things that some of the students have, but there has to be a meaning, a reason why mm-hmm. you do certain things. For me, I went to hear the first time I'd heard about him about two, three years prior. Sullivan Fortner, mm-hmm. and I, and then I went down to the Village Vanguard one night, and he was playing with Peter Bernstein, uh, Doug Weiss. And I've uh and the drummer i I didn't know but they sounded great I was smiling from the whole time I was sitting there for three four hours you know and I can't remember the time when I actually was like whoa man that's killing well I'm sitting in the back just enjoying myself like nobody's business and I I I haven't done that in a long time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it 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 bothered me actually,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that uh, that I it took so long for me to, uh, and I you know I and I've gone to people's and I, I listened to them play and I said man that's killing but, mm-hmm. it's not memorable. There you go. Mm-hmm. So um, and I I think sometimes. Uh, that's something that that my experience I guess is and I'm trying not to even go there because Mm -hmm. they're not playing the way that I want them to play. Right. That's Mm -hmm. not that's not it. Mm -mm. Because uh, I've heard players play and they because I can stretch the envelope too but uh, but it's it's not just that. Right.
0: uh, Mm -hmm. uh,
2: So uh, but but that night, I went home warm, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, this 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 goes to another quote. I mean, we, we, <laughs> hey. Bob, open up another <laughs>
2: game.
0: <laughs> oh, well, well, I know we're, we're past this probably since we can stay there. There's another quote you said. You don't have to play a ton of notes in order to project you. True. That that I think. I mean the. De- uh, I, you're talking about Sullivan Fort. and I I I've had the you know the pleasure of playing with him a few times also, and the depth he brings to every any any situation, just the, the depth and the the honesty that he he plays with is mm. is is for especially for for a young for a young player is 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 it's undeniable. I think that's why we know his name. That's why he's becoming a household right. name in right. in the jazz community exactly
1: I mean, so you know there's that you know <laughs> you know yeah and it, it honestly ahead, too, it, it kind of moved on to uh as well saying uh ruben had a a, a question or a comment here about as a base technician and educator how easy or hard is it to listen to music? This is one of the questions that we were going to possibly bring up, and you had just gone there <laughs> immediately. Like, you, like, you know what we're about to say before we get to it. And probably that's part of uh, being the undeniably uh, masterful bass player that you are. You, you can kind of see ahead. and uh,
2: Well, well I mean, I mean
1: we're at the
2: at the, at the pinnacle of, of every group. You know, I mean, we, uh, uh, we as bassists... Like, uh even, and of course, I always say it, but you know if 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 we're not in control, the group is not going to happen, you know, or if it's uh, um, uh, it's not going even with really great players, we can annihilate it, you know, if we don't really uh take care of whatever we're we're having to to, to do um, mm-hmm. The unique ability to completely sabotage. To, you know quickly mm-hmm. and so i don't want to do that i want the band to fly so hello uh so uh, to me uh, we're well we can be uh that catalyst you know, mm-hmm. you
0: know? No doubt. No doubt. No?
1: yeah that's i that's that's all so beautiful to hear i i really um thank you for sharing that it's beautiful um i had a question and mm-hmm. that is if um Mr. Rufus Reed, today, could give some advice to twenty-year-old, bass-playing Rufus Reed. What might what might you say if you could go back and impart some advice from where you're at today, to say a twenty-year-old or up-and-coming Rufus Reed?
2: Don't be so quick to show off. <laughs> really. I listened back to some of the music that I recorded, like in the eighties and i and I had a lot of i had I had a lot of I have a, certainly a lot more facility than I do now, and a lot of it I was never ashamed of what was on recording, but a lot of the times i I said, "Damn, why did I do that? you know uh, I didn't need to do that. You also have a lot more wisdom today
1: though, right? In
2: perspective. Yes, exactly. So I listen to it, but because today, because I physically maybe not have the, the agility or whatever, and, uh, but I'm more, I choose better notes now. I mm-hmm. choose, um, and I'm not trying to impress. Uh, there you go. I, I think mm. when we are younger, we want to impress, yes. and it's part of being young. Um, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, it comes with the territory, and uh, and then if, by playing with some of the older guys, some, some people said, you don't have to do that, <laughs> and, and yeah. um, I remember Thad, when I would play with Thad Jones, Mel Lewis, big band. Mm. And this one chart that was really, it got so many changes in it. It was, it was, uh, and so, and it was a bass feature. And he, he said, you know, you don't have to play every chord. <laughs> <laughs> who, who said that? Dad Jones. Okay. To me. What's, what's the name but, of that chart? Oh, uh, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> um, was it his chart? Yeah, it was one of his charts. In fact, he he featured uh, um, George Mraz on it and George killed it, you know, but I don't play anything like that, but I'm I'm still trying to just do, but you know, I'm playing it, but you have to, you might have a lot of changes, but you have to hear the the sound. Mm -hmm. the sound, the whole sound. And you can, I mean, that's what we all say that Miles did, you know, he kind of just floated through the sound of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, oddly enough, that's why one of the reasons why we remember him is because he didn't really, and yet when you try to analyze, he said, damn, huh? I never thought to play that note, you know, right. or whatever. But uh, um, <laughs> but I'll, when he looked, when he told me, he said, you know, you don't have to play on all the chord changes, you mm-hmm. know. And so when you start listening to more of, well, why did he play those chord changes, or wh- wh- where does it exist in the phrase, and then you learn how to negotiate it. Uh, so, I mean, I, technically, I was just trying to play every chord, uh, and some of them were two beats a piece or, <laughs> beats, you know, and that's, wow. But uh, so learning the sound mm-hmm. of, of something as opposed mm-hmm. to the changes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the, the changes are, are um, it's like a key to the door. Mm-hmm. You, it opens the door to that house or that song. Mm. But every song has its own sound, so you need to understand the whole sound instead of just changes, because
0: that's, um, it makes you play different. No doubt. No doubt. Love it. Well said. Well said. Well said. Well, we're not going to take too much more of your time, um, (laughs) but uh, uh, what... We like to do, uh, in every session, at in interview sessions, we haven't had many, but uh, we'd like to ask this one question. Um, what's something our listeners would be surprised to know about you? Anything? You like fishing? You like no. playing <laughs> this? You like doing that? <laughs> I like to cook. Is there something that? Um, oh, OK. Um...
2: I would like to take some lessons with a chef, but I don't want to be a chef because that's hard. Mm. You have to really, but but I do enjoy cooking more involved things. My wife says, you got this. I, I don't want to deal with that. You know? <laughs> and you've always been into cooking. Have you always yeah. been into cooking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, you okay. know, when we travel all over the world, we get a chance to uh, eat a lot of food uh, that, uh, sometimes it really surprises us, you know. Yes. How good. No. It is, you know. So, mm-hmm. and there was a place in Italy, and then uh, the guy took me into the kitchen and showed me how to make the pasta. And I mean, mm-hmm. really, with the garlic and I mean, the, for them to take you in the kitchen, see that's a, that's a they don't do that. I know. <laughs> so um uh, it's it it was a kind of a reverent place and and I've taken a couple we my wife and I uh took a cooking class in Italy nice. for 3 days and it was it was it was pretty pretty slick you know it was it was uh it was a lot of fun um but just learning to cook food for the, the peasants or or you mm-hmm. know the everyday food mm-hmm. As opposed right. to four gourmet's, uh, mm-hmm. which we could have spent a whole lot more money and, right, and right, right. but, you know, but we would go to the, to the market in the morning and get, the, and that whole thing was really, uh, um, because initially, I said, oh, I can make this, and I go home and I go buy whatever it was. That was some sad. Stuff. <laughs> and, there you go. So. <laughs> So you, but you do have to have fresh stuff and then you have to understand what to do, what not to do. But I do like that. Um, Uh I, I used to love to play tennis until my, my Uh knees gave away, but I Uh love
0: watching the knee. uh, I love watching tennis. Okay. uh, Those nuggets. We like that. I like that. I mean, it's funny you said about cooking. I've always loved to eat, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) <laughs> but not actually it's the pandemic that I really learned to dive into cooking personally. You know, it's kind of interesting because I had the time and I had the patience, I should say, the patience yeah. to really do it. And I tell you what, um, I'm, you know, people be running to the table now all of a sudden. <laughs> right. It took a while. It took yeah. quite a while. but. But like anything else, you have to be, you have to spend the time and the effort to kind of like do it consistently, just like getting back to the base and you know well, doing well, it as consistent as possible. Back you know? to what you were talking about, what would I say to a young Rufus
2: Reed? It, 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 it not only uh, don't be so quick to impress, but patience to actually give your whatever some thought uh, mm. um, so that uh, it, it Especially if you have time to think about mm. it. many of the players were playing every day I mm. mean when I was playing with Eddie Harris and everybody like in in the in the seventies and whatever I mean it was like six nights a week from mm. ten to four mm-hmm. hello and Hi. and, and uh, uh that's how you learn how to play. Mm. And you don't even know you're learning how to play because you've got to mm. do it. And then yep. it, it becomes part of you. And mm-hmm. uh, you can't, uh, I, I, I wish it were true, but maybe not. Uh, it's not like turning on a faucet. You, you, you know, the pandemic really, because we're, we can practice, but that's not mm-hmm. playing. No, you know? not at all. And so Mm -hmm. your chops are are, are everybody's chops, Uh, our chops, pianist chops, horn players, you know, ambushers, you know, because you can't. But it really puts, uh, this is one thing I think I'd like to say, that uh, it happened during 9-11, and it also happened during the pandemic, when we were not in control, everything just kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think young players need to develop clients, Mm -hmm. people who love the way they play, Mm -hmm. no matter what kind of music it is. Mm -hmm. So that uh, you, because there were a lot of players I knew that were subs for Broadway, but they didn't have anything else. Mm -hmm. When all that stuff went down, they didn't have any clients. You didn't have anybody that just loved the way you played because that's the way you left it. Hello. So you have to leave something
0: <laughs>
2: to, to, to develop a client that just has to have you
1: <laughs>
2: in their band. Yep. So to me, strive to get the gig again as opposed <laughs> to, you know, to, and in retrospect I think that's one of the more important things that players need to do is is uh, invest in your future as a player
1: mm-hmm. and,
2: you know mm-hmm. uh, in a, in addition to learning how to save money and all that kind of stuff which also mm-hmm. has to happen but yeah right, right. mm-hmm. but I think when you why does somebody want to call
0: you yeah? Please, leave you a stamp. And I think sometimes it's hard. It's, it's harder. Uh, maybe not, but, uh, sometimes I think it's harder to do that probably from the base chair, because a lot of times I think people think they have to serve a role, right? They serve a role or sound like somebody or whatever, but also it comes back to, I think, I think the few are chosen in that way that they understand and their sound and their, their, um, personality comes out no matter what correct? well yes
2: yeah absolutely but oh. i mean the thing is if you put your i think we as bass players have to think about the music as opposed to how somebody thinks about you you mm. know if you're really into the music and you and it could be brand new music or music that you didn't write but you uh that's why i have uh i want all of my uh Young players to to develop a um, uh, a list of songs that they could play solo for an hour. I mean, wow. presenting wow. the music, not just uh, uh, not not just playing them. Students just play stuff, mm-hmm. but presenting the music as a mm-hmm. solo mm-hmm. bassist, you know. And it's a tough one, but the thought process of that. And you, that comes with you when you play. And when you leave the gig and everybody say, man, I was killing, you go home and they're still mm-hmm. packing up or whatever, they're still talking about you.
0: Right, there you go. Because you've mm-hmm.
2: left an essence mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that, ooh, we, he played my song better than I, and I wrote it. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what, you know, so uh, I'll leave you with that. (laughs)
0: enough said enough said (laughs) (laughs) i
1: just if i could really quick too you uh you brought me right back to as things were opening up out of the pandemic and this will be really brief but Mm. as you talked about being home practicing Versus being out playing the music and really growing and development. And of course, that's where we really, really develop, is right. being with other musicians and really presenting the music, like you say. But I recall, you know, especially on social media, seeing all my my bass player friends share their their uh, blisters that have popped up. And though they've been home practicing every day. You know, right. four or five hours. But you get on the exactly. gig, and the blister comes out because you're actually playing. You're actually putting it into practice. Right. And that right. just took me right back just now. So, no, you know,
2: it's very true, and and uh, I had to really. You know, I was thankful to, for this drum genius, that I
0: because
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. then I can actually play. But I had to like play for uh, like an hour, just I mean nonstop. You know, just from tune after tune, just to just to see, not play hard, just to play. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Because that's something that's because the first time I did a gig and where I actually had to play out. I was done after the first set, I was, I was
1: done. Absolutely. And that's another conversation I, in, St. <laughs> in St. Louis here. Um, my good friend Montez Coleman, who I, who I know, you know, as well, You all worked yes. a lot together. Um, mm-hmm. And we would, we would be on gigs coming out of the pandemic with a piano player. We play it with a lot. We've played a lot of gigs together as this trio and we get back to playing these shows and everything's feeling good. And it's just like, oh, we don't have that intuition has changed. You know that um that there's something that 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 muscle is not as toned anymore that oh, we noticed no. even though we had all that no. money in the bank before you know
2: oh yeah but no 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 and, no, no. Yeah. and, and that is something that can't be taken for granted and that's uh, uh, um and that's what the pandemic has taught us to that, you know just because you you were bad that uh, you're gonna stay bad you Hello. know you know hello <laughs> whatever, that, whatever that means you know so, yeah.
0: well well rufus thank you maestro thank you so much for joining us and giving us all this words of wisdom advice and uh, also for all the years that you've given to to jazz community to the bass community um uh, as I said, I could go on and on give you give you you know giving you all these flowers because I really believe in that also that we need to give flowers to everyone while they're living instead of being like, remember, remember when he was oh yeah, forget that. Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? I, well, thank you very much. It's you been know.
0: a pleasure for me to uh, uh, speak with you too, you know. Yeah, you know, and so, uh and uh, Bob, thank you also for being you know. here today. And, and uh, all to our listeners sir, listeners all over the world. I know it's about a million y'all now, hopefully. Ha, you're right. Uh, <laughs> but thank you for coming on this journey with us, bombarding bass and, and everything music. And uh, we look forward to doing this again and again and again. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Peace. Peace.